Attention. Attention in detail. Listen up and lead well. You're a VIP, giving you what you need to succeed. Be best you be in your own company. Attention detail one by one, step by step to get the job done. Pops are gonna break it down to you. I ask questions, get the show started for the attention detail. Hello and welcome to another episode of Attention to Detail with Eric Byrne. Moving your brand forward as artists, leaders, and influencers. I'm your host, Jason Byrne. Today's episode 9 details on how to de-escalate conflict. This show is sponsored by VIP Consulting, Leadership Done Well. VIP trains leaders in the skills they'll need to take their organization to the next level. Vision casting, conflict resolution, staff and volunteer management, and more. VIP Consulting helps clients create an action plan and works alongside you to execute it. Experience what faith-based institutions, individuals, and organizations have come to learn. VIP Consulting gives you the VIP treatment. Go to ericbird.com for more information. And now, here's my dad, Eric Bird. Thank you, son. Um, It's been really exciting to see the growth of the podcast and how many people are checking out what we do. And so I just want to let everybody know that... We're going to be uh, prayerfully doing some exciting, new, innovative stuff. Not necessarily innovative for the world, but innovative for this podcast. Mm-hmm. We're going to be exploring some video opportunities. We're going to be interviewing some more people. We have some guests that uh, will be coming on. There'll be some, I'll be a guest on some people's programs. And so we have some exciting things that are uh, in the pipeline that are down the way. And, of course, I owe it all to my wonderful co-host, who just is just so talented and helpful. I hope you've been enjoying these. At least when you've been helpful, I've enjoyed you. Oh, wow. Is that so? (laughs) And speaking of conflict, speaking of conflict, (laughs) speaking of conflict, um, Man, what kind of world are we living in? It just seems like every day, like there's just a fight. There's all kinds of people all over the place that are just high strung and angry and people are on edge and our political discourse is kind of angry and our public discourse just with one another from human being to human being seems kind of angry and all that stuff. And so... I thought it would be good to talk about how to de-escalate, how to bring some of this conflict down. Uh, Jason will tell you that I am the most, uh, I am the most easygoing, non-confrontational. Uh, That's a lie. What? <laughs> Whew. You know, uh, I don't know if we have enough time to have any of your commentary in this uh, version of the podcast. You just look good and smile. Mm -hmm. But um, uh, I have tried to work on being non-confrontational. When I was young, when I was your age, boy, if somebody stepped on my shoe, I would get a chainsaw. I mean, I was just... Not quite accurate. But but not too far off. Not um, too far off. Completely. I I was the living embodiment of the Rolling Stones song. You know, I was I was born oh. in a cross town crossfire hurricane. Yeah. What is that? A uh, Jumbo Jack Flash, I think, by the Stones. I mean, I'm I'm just an angry guy. I'm a Billy Joel song. I'm an angry young man. Now I'm an angry old man. Get off my lawn. So oh. I thought it'd be easy to um to really just talk about bringing down some of the tension that's going on in your leadership uh, in your leadership opportunities, in your churches, in your organizations, 
these are how many did I say we have? Nine. Nine details on how to de-escalate conflict. Yeah, nine details. So here's number one. Nine details on how to de-escalate conflict. Number one. Do not try to win the argument. Okay, so you will win the battle. You know, so somebody says, hey, Jason, like, uh, you know, I don't like the way you did something. You could say, yeah, well, you, your hair looks like, you know, you put Morgan Freeman in a headlock and shoved his finger in a light socket. OK, well, that might be accurate. OK, you might look like you have frightened Beethoven. Oh, wow. I just recently got a haircut, so I'm enjoying all that. But you might look like you just scared the mess out of Mozart. OK, but you're going to lose the war. Because then that person, all the, all you're going to do is demonstrate for that person that you can't handle conflict and that they're going to go back to their team. They're going to go back to the drummer. They're going to go back to the people that you have to work with and say, you know what? I went with, I went to, cause they never tell their side of the story, right? They only say where well, you messed up. <laughs> like they won't say right. that they came at you. They'll just say, you know, I came to Jason with the most loving, helpful, thoughtful suggestion, and he totally bit my head off. Right. And if that's true, you have just shot yourself in the foot because you've demonstrated for your team that you're not trustworthy, that people are going to be afraid to come talk to you, that you're not open to criticism, that you're not open to conversation. All you've learned, all they've learned is that you are argumentative and you're not really focused on being helpful. So do not try to win the argument. If somebody comes at you, you say, Okay. Now I used to have to, I used to have to go against my natural nature of jumping on somebody. So I would literally give myself like a timeout. I would literally go, okay, well, why don't we set another time and place to be able to talk about this? Because I know me and I'm like, you're not just going to talk crazy to me and me not get you all the way together. Like that's not going to happen. So I used to have to like, take a step back and go, you know what? Why don't we, uh, talk on Tuesday? You know, I have some time after rehearsal Tuesday night. So don't try to win the argument, especially initially. Don't try to win the argument. Seek to understand the nature of the conflict. Try to understand. Okay, so you're really upset about the fact that I said we were going to move to auditions. Help me understand why that's upsetting for you. What is that triggering for you? I'm trying to understand why what I said made you upset because I care about you. And because I can now I might care enough about you with that. I still have I'm still arriving at the same conclusion, but I still want to know like what's going on with you. So don't try to win the argument. Try to understand. Number two, try to decide upon a common goal from the outset. Yeah. So why are we having a conflict in the first place? How do we avoid this in the future? What can we do differently? So decide upon a common goal from the outset. So what does that look and sound like? It might be this. Jason, thank you for coming to the office. I appreciate you taking up your time, man. I understand that I've made you upset. I've made you angry about something. So here's some goals that I thought we could have. I thought that if we can't solve this inside of 30, 40 minutes, then we might have to bring another mediator in or we might have to bring in my boss or maybe we need to bring in a, an interested but unbiased third party to help mediate this conflict. But let's give each other 30 minutes, right? Let's have like a 30 minute conversation. I'll listen to your concerns. I'll, you can listen to my concerns. And then let's see if we can decide that when this situation comes up in the future, we're, we're going to do A, B and C. So that way we don't come back here. That seems reasonable, doesn't it? Right. And they go, okay. So try to decide upon a common goal from the jump. 
Um, I'm not into like seven hour meetings. I'm not into four hours of you telling me how I'm the most awful person that's ever walked the planet. And I just have to let that go because we're in church. But I don't do that because God has called me to lead, but God has not called me to be abused. Now, I know that. Ooh, I just felt the Holy Ghost right there. That was a, mm. I might have to get to recording this myself, son. That God did not call anybody, anybody to be abused. So you're not going to talk to me crazy. What you are going to do is you're going to figure out a way of articulating your concerns to me in a respectful fashion. And I'm going to do my absolute best to respond in kind. And then at the end of the day, at the end of that 30 minutes, 40 minutes, I can say, you know what? I don't know if we've resolved anything. So I just don't know if that means that maybe we just can't work together. Because I just don't. I feel like what's important to me is ABC. And I don't know another way of doing that that's not going to make you feel some kind of way. Maybe we need to decide to work in two different areas and we can we can coexist, but we're just not working with each other. I don't know what the I don't know what the, the common goal is, but the common goal is not for you to be abused. Does that make any sense? Yeah, that was kind of a long way of trying to say, you know, have a goal from the right, outset a, of the meeting. Yeah. 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 Number three. Think the best about the other person. This is the best piece of advice somebody ever gave me about when I married your mother. Somebody said, you know, when you and your wife argue and when you fight, because inevitably you will fight and argue about something like, for example, your mother was supposed to build me a, uh, a throne, Oh, is that so? a throne for me to sit on it's not so accurate. that I had snacks on the left hand side because you need and so I had many. Drink. <laughs> everybody say goodbye to Jason, because this again is the moment of every podcast where Jason has unfortunately disqualified himself from being with us in the future. But think about the best of the other person. Okay. Your mother didn't say what she said because she wants the worst for me. She said what she said to me because she wants the best for me. So because she wants the best, that kind of changes everything. That puts it in a different light, doesn't it? It makes you feel like, okay, well, since I know this person wants the best for me, then I will absorb what they're saying and see if I can work with it, okay? Don't decide that what was done uh, to you was personal. People usually don't wake up in the morning thinking about ways of stabbing you in the back. Some people do. There is evil in the world. And some of them might be right on your job. Amen. But, oh, wow. the, <laughs> but I assume that the drummer did not wake up that day because he had nothing else to do but piss me off. I'm sure the drummer probably did the best he thought was the right decision in that moment. So try to think the best about it, figure out a way of solving it, but don't come from an angle of you only did that because you don't like me or you only did that out of spite or you only did that because you're out to get me. Assume the person has good intentions. Number four. If the tensions go higher, you go lower. There's another thing that I love about you, son. You're you're young and you don't have an appreciation of the quiet storm. The quiet storm was a radio program that was on R&B stations in the 70s, 80s, 90s, where it's like at eight o'clock into nine, 10, 11 midnight when you were with your girl, when you were with your boo. Oh wow! I don't know. What do they call them now? Do they call them? Do you still call I'm them? I'm not the getting boo? into that. What are What are you? Happening. What are What are you? I'm not gonna tell you. <laughs> Everybody say goodbye to Jason. So when you when you're with your boo, you know the DJ would come in and he'd say, "That was Luther Vandross, if only for one night." 
And then we're going to move on to Smokey Robinson. As I've said in other podcasts, one of the reasons why I love doing Smokey these things Robinson. with you. Yeah, Smokey. Uh, is that Smokey, you know you're bad with a name like Smokey. He had a song called Quiet Storm. He had a great song called Quiet Storm. And I love doing R&B references with you because you're so young, you don't know what they are. As the tension goes higher, you go lower. Okay? Get calmer. Lower your speaking tone. Speak slower, breathe deeper, do not contribute to the flame burning hotter. In Batman Begins, there's that great scene where Christian Bale um, is in the Batcave. Well, it's not the Batcave quite yet, but he's in the cave that's going to become the Batcave. And he's scared to death of bats and he turns the light on and all the bats start swirling around him. And instead of it scaring the mess out of him, he just stands up in it. The music gets dramatic and he starts to inhale. He slows his breathing down and he embraces what used to scare him. He now embraces. You have to bring it all the way down. So people are like, I can't believe it. Okay. I understand that you're upset about that, but um, hopefully you can hear me say why I did that. I made that decision because, but I don't know. Okay, but I wasn't here last year, so I can't do what you did last year because I wasn't here last year. I'm supposed to lead, not manage what you used to do. I'm supposed to lead you into doing what hasn't been done before. So. Let's try to just take a deep breath and understand one another. You have to talk in a way that brings the tension down. Five. Be clear with your intentions. So as I mentioned, just because you're calm doesn't mean that you have to be soft. Right. You can speak softly, but that don't mean that you're soft. Okay. I'm here for it. No, that's aggressive. That's not. That's the wrong. That's the wrong vibe, I think. You state your expectations. Remember, we clearly and calmly stated our expectations. I think that was number two. So we said all that. We said, here, here are the, uh, the, uh, the objectives for today's meeting. Mm-hmm. And then this is a deal breaker for me. So I personally have a trigger when somebody tells me to calm down. I don't like that. You remember when your mother was coaching your basketball team to the championship, by the way, and um, I had an argument with a coach and a coach told your mother to calm down. And I said, whoa, whoa, hey, hey, wait a minute, doc. <laughs> wait a minute. You don't tell my old lady to calm down. OK, number one, she's a woman. She's the only woman on either bench. You don't do some pejorative put down thing like only the men are talking and you need to know your place. Like, I don't do that. I don't I don't, don't tell me to calm down because when I when I'm caught, when I get up, I'll let you know when I'm up and I need to be calmed down. I ain't up yet. This is every day. Don't calm me down. OK, let's talk about the issue. So that's a trigger for me. Like, I don't like that. I don't I don't tell other people to calm down. I don't like somebody telling me to calm down. I don't need you to tell me to calm down. I'm a grown man. I'm grown. See, I'm getting heated now. Yeah, no, I'm, see, see, I'm getting. I'm getting. Not see, see, don't don't tell me to calm down, Doc. You gonna get yourself hurt. So, look, you're not gonna tell me and speak to me disrespectfully. So I'm gonna tell you what's a deal breaker for me. When we move into disrespect, I'm gonna respectfully remove myself from the conversation. And that means I got to get you out of my office, or I'm gonna leave you in my office and I'm walking out and I'm packing my stuff up, and we're gonna have this conversation later with a superior or a pastor or a uninter- or an interested uh, uh, unbiased third party. But I'm not volunteering for disrespect. Okay, right. number six. Yep. Don't be emotional when you need to be logical. <laughs> What? You know, Jason, I noticed something. 
I noticed that you didn't smile when you read number six. And so that made me feel like you don't really care about me or my feelings. And so <laughs> I'm just. Oh, that's not what we're gonna have lord don't be emotional when you need to be logical like that's just awkward it's uncomfortable you're crying and i'm like i just i haven't even started talking yet and you're already crying like that's just uncomfortable try not to become animated don't be a yeller like do, do all that in the car ride home run to the bathroom where you can scream and cuss somebody out you know take a walk around the building where you can go kick the neighbor's dog and then come back or something but I like i just kicking i was just kicking the dog but i mean it just makes you look weak and it makes you look childish it makes it makes you look like as a leader that you can't handle conflict and handling conflict is a direct is a, one of your job responsibilities you cannot be an effective leader and not deal with conflict it's not going to happen you're going to have to deal with people not liking you so if you can't be uh logical without being emotional then you're saying that you're not ready to be a leader you've got to be able to stay like kind of even keel stop being so emotional did you see did you see the last dance episode where larry bird coached the indiana pacers and almost beat uh, Jordan's Bulls in the whatever this conference semifinals or whatever. Yeah. There's a great scene where Reggie Miller hits the three pointer and it wins like game three or something like that. And everybody in the stadium like goes off and goes crazy. And there's a shot of Larry Bird that's like, there's 10 seconds left to go in the game. <laughs> like his face doesn't move. Why? Because he's a leader. Because he's been there. He knows who Michael Jordan is. He knows that it ain't over till it's over. So everybody goes crazy. And Michael and Larry Bird looks like he's ordering lunch. He's like, MJ is on the other team, y'all. Let's calm down, okay? Don't be emotional when you need to be logical. Seven. Don't get into a fight with a pig. I'm going to do a whole podcast on this because people re- every time I mention this, people really love this, uh, this phrase. Don't get into a fight with a pig. But quickly, pigs like the mud. You throw mud at a pig, a pig doesn't get uptight. They get happier. When a pig gets muddy, they, they enjoy the environment. If you're not a pig and you don't like the mud, don't throw mud. Don't denigrate yourself or the situation or disrespect people just to win the argument, number one. Just don't get into a fight with a pig. As they go lower, you go higher. I think the honorable, wonderful, beautiful, super intelligent Michelle Obama said that. When they go low, you go high. Okay, so that's number seven. Eight. Initiate communications. Yeah, so um, as soon as you get an inkling that someone uh might have some beef with you go head first into it the longer you wait the worse you play it up in your mind the worse the, it gets the worse it gets and it may not even be that bad right you know what i'm saying like i'm gonna talk to jason tomorrow i'm not gonna do it today tomorrow rolls around did you talk to jason no i didn't see him because i was busy at work and he was out in the morning because he had something else to do but i'm gonna talk to him on thursday well not why not wednesday well because wednesday i you know wednesday i i, I took a half a day because I, but i'm gonna talk to him on thursday and then you go tell your girlfriend you go tell your boyfriend you go you go you tell your i can't believe i wish jason would i can't believe that he's upset i heard that he was so upset and then monday rolls around you finally talk to jason jason's like what i what no well i had a question about like point three like i 
I'm not uptight about it at all, but you've played it up in your mind and you've lost sleep and you haven't been able to eat and you've gotten all these people involved in your conversation and it wasn't even about all that. So as soon as you get an inkling that something may not be working well or you may have pissed somebody off, just go talk to him about it. Hey, Jace, man, I noticed your face in the meeting. It sounds like, you know, you were looking like there was something that you kind of didn't dig about the meeting or something I said. Is there anything that you want to talk about, man? You want to go get coffee and we can talk about it? I certainly don't want to piss you off, but, you know, let me know what you think you know, it doesn't have to be you know, everything's not world war three is the point and then number nine celebrate wins celebrate a win Woo! celebrate wins Woo! Woo! rock and roll okay so your mother and i got to the place where that i was intentionally going you know i really like the fact that what we used to argue about six months ago now we don't argue about we ask the extra question and we get an answer that's what i like i like the fact that mm -hmm. i was able to come to you and i said you know, hey, I'm not feeling real good about ABC. And you responded in a way that made me feel respected and honored. So celebrate the wins. Celebrate the times when stuff actually um, uh, 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 works out. And that gives the other person confidence that, hey, we've actually been able to resolve a lot of confidence. You can tell jokes about it. I remember back in, man, when you first started working here, I wanted to gouge your eyes out. And now look at all the stuff that we've accomplished together. Look at how good things are. Look at how look at how prosperous we've been. Look at the money we've been able to make for the company. Or look at how many lives we've been able to touch, man. We've actually done some good work here. I'm glad we didn't allow our conflict to take us off the track. All right? So let's have a recappy, a recap, a recap a lack. No, it's just a recap. You know, I'm tired of you stunting my creativity, man. We're going to have some conflict if you keep getting in the way of my creativity. Nine details. Not to de escalate. To descalate. No? Descalado. No. De, de escalate conflict. Number one. Don't try to win the argument. You're going to win the battle. You're going to lose the war. Two. Try to decide upon a common goal from the outset. Okay. What do we want to get? When we talk about this conflict, what are, what's the objective? Three. Think best about the other person. Okay, they want the best for you, just like hopefully you want the best for them. Four. If the tension goes higher, you go lower. You have to get into your quiet storm voice. I Next coming up is voice, Jeff Majors on the quiet storm. Quiet storm! Smokey Robinson. Smokey. Smokey. Uh, five. Be clear with your intentions. Okay, be clear that uh, you're not going to talk to me in any kind of way now. We're going to have to figure out a way for you to express how upset you are without calling me names. I'm not here for that. They don't pay me enough for that. Six. Don't be emotional when you need to be logical. Don't cry out loud. Who's that? Melissa, Ma wow. Melissa, Melissa Manchester, maybe, from the 70s? I can't even, remember. I can't even believe I thought of that. I was the last time a brother thought of Melissa Manchester from the nest. I wonder what I'm going to Google her and see what she is. All right. Uh, yeah. You know, don't, don't, don't just, just, you know, just be cool. Be logical. People will respect that more. Seven. Don't get in a fight with a pig. Yeah. The more mud you throw, the happier they get, the more messy your clothes get. You got to run to the dry cleaners. Eight. Initiate communications. Yeah. So uh, go right head first, as Andy Stanley would say. Go head first into conflict. Solve it as soon as it's possible so that way both of you can sleep better at night. And number nine. Celebrate wins. Self-explanatory. Celebrate the wins of how you've been able to overcome conflict. And it also gives your team confidence that when conflict comes again, you'll be able to handle it in a functional way. Thanks, Dad, and thank you for listening to Attention to Detail. We'll be uploading new podcasts every week, usually on Mondays. You should be able to find us wherever you get your podcasts. Write a review and like us. 
You can also follow our sponsor, VIP Consulting, at ericbird.com. My dad's trio at ericbirdtrio.com. This content will upload to the Eric Bird Trio YouTube pages, and show notes can be found at ericbird.com slash blog, where you can also follow the show on VIP Consulting Twitter and Facebook pages. What's the last detail you want to leave our listeners with, Dad? You know, there's a lot of conflict in the world, and I think the world would be better served at figuring out ways to de-escalate conflict rather than ramping it back up or giving giving out as good as you got it so try these uh, and more suggestions on how to de-escalate conflict and see how 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 much peace comes into your life as a result thank you again for listening to attention to detail with eric bird moving your brand forward as artists leaders and influencers i'm jason bird until next time Attention. Attention.